Hello and welcome back to Let Me Moderate That Caucus with Tan Rajlai and Sanya Tahar. This week we have a very special episode prepared for y'all. We're going to be talking about food. Ooh. Yummy, yummy, in my tummy, tummy. Yeah, but before that, we were having a little conversation about Grey's Anatomy, and Sonia was explaining to me the plots of the new season, and I am distraught. Okay, so as of this episode, we're on season 18, episode 9 or 10, I don't nine. know, and I'm, I'm fully caught up, and Tyrone's is not. He's mostly caught up, but not fully caught up. I haven't so watched I season 18 at all. I've just watched season 19. I'm mean, season 17. <laughs> So I was just catching up because, okay, and before y'all come at me about how this is a terrible show, I know. We all know. I'm fully aware. We all know. I'm fully aware this is a terrible show. It's just that it's something so appealing about it in a guilty pleasure kind of sense. And everyone is super hot. Like always, every character they bring in is hot to the nth level. And why shouldn't I want to watch hot people have sex and hate each other and slap each other and kill other people and pretend to have trauma? Like, why shouldn't I hate that? I mean, love that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking about hate, Sonia has a story that she hates that I told her about. So do, oh, you want, yeah. do you want me to explain what happened first and then you can go into your emotions about it? Explain the story, yes, do that. So there's one night where I was late and I wanted to go get dinner. So I was going to go get a burger from the food area at the campus. And I went, the person in front of me orders their burger. They order a halal burger and then ask if they can get bacon on it. The bacon is like regular pork bacon. And that just really shocked me. So I sent a message to y'all about the situation and now you go and say what happens on your on your end okay so let's just let's just let's just break this down for a second shall we because halal means that there there are a couple components to halal it's gotta be killed in a certain way you know you gotta bless the meat and blah 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 but most and foremost it cannot be pork pork is unhalal pork is not kosher pork is not acceptable we do not kill pigs for food in this household we kill them for pleasure no i'm kidding we don't do that but but uh um pork is my, my point is that pork is not halal so if this man this human being went to all the trouble of ordering a halal burger. Why would you put bacon on it? What, 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 who are you trying to prove this to? What are you trying to prove? What, what statement are you God. trying to make? He's trying to keep God on the edge. Like, what, what are you? No. Like, what do you? I don't understand what you're trying to do here because just order the regular burger. Because I, okay, let me, let me make this super clear. I'm not, I, I don't care if you're halal or not about your food, right? Mm. Because I, I'm not always halal because it's, it's sometimes very inconvenient to be halal and I grew up in a place where everything was always halal so I'm not used to having to like dissect between halal and not halal so I'm not particularly um concerned about all that myself right so I don't expect other people to do it too I'm not gonna like berate you for being a bad Muslim because you ordered a regular burger but what pisses me off is this person went out and was like I need the world to know that I must order a halal burger and then puts bacon on it what why what 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 statement are you trying to make to the world look at how this is affecting me and i don't even know this person 
it's just it's just just like this mental algebra of like net zero it's like he did that law, but then he no. also put the vacant, so it's still like zero net zero that's change. That, that oh god, I I cannot believe that I had to. I can't believe. Mm. So please, either just commit to being halal or don't, because doing this halfway bullshit doesn't work for me. <laughs> so speaking some. We're already talking about the whole all food thing. Uh, I need to talk about kosher food because I've been getting a lot of Jewish TikToks in my thing, and it's amazing. And like, there's this, and there's like this a lot of discourse about what would be considered like kosher in like certain like fictional universes. Like, there was one about which Pokemon's would be considered kosher to eat, and which like, animals from Avatar would be considered kosher to eat. Oh lord! But, and, but like, that implies that Avatar is Jewish people. Yeah, but it. it if a Jewish person went into the Avatar universe, what would they be allowed to eat? Like, so we just jump in between universes now? Yeah. Okay. And it's really funny to me. About, and I've learned a lot about kosher rules. They're very interesting. If you were to go to a fictional universe, which animals would you want to eat? Like, just currently on the halal basis. Okay, y'all are going to come at me for this. But, um... Was his name Momo? Momo? Momo, there we go. I thought you were going to say Appa, because that's more normal, I guess. No, I wouldn't eat Appa because he's more useful as a transportation device than he is as food. But um, Momo is not, he's not, you know, he doesn't do anything. He just provides, like, entertainment. See, I'm the kind of person who doesn't get the point of pet, so, like, either be food or be useful or leave me alone, you know? Yeah, but the, she did uh, decide that both Appa and Momo would be kosher. Do I know why? Why? Because she decided, because like for kosher rules, there's like animals of land, animals of seas, and animals of the sky. So she considered them animals of the sky and they're kosher under that rule. So. That's fair. Yeah. So then would a flying squirrel be considered kosher? No. But they fly. Yeah, but there's there's rules, bitch. But you just said under the rule of the sky. Yeah, Appa and Momo would be kosher, but not the flying squirrel. Why? That's the same rule. No, it's not. That's not what it means. I'm saying there's different sets of rules for the animals that you can eat. Whether And it's decided first, like, what rules they follow is based off whether they're a land animal, a sky animal, or a sea animal. Oh, and so then there's more rules, rules after that. There's more okay. rules under that. Okay, I didn't know that, but okay, great. Um, no. You don't know anything about Judaism. I know a little about Judaism, but not name, not enough. Name one to... thing you know about Jewish people. They have to. They, it's a it's a mother lineage situation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I know a little, not much, but a little. <laughs> uh, I keep myself updated. I keep myself updated on the Holocaust. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I didn't ask you about the Holocaust. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Um, not Jesus. I don't I don't actually know who like the main person for Jewish people are. Like, like Moses. Is there a prophet? I don't Moses, I think there we they, go. They have people, but I don't think they consider them prophets. Maybe I should start saying like oh Muhammad or something. You know, stick to my roots. 
<laughs> I don't think that's good. You still, you still believe in Jesus. I don't believe. Oh, that we believe. No, but we don't believe Jesus in the way that because like, there's no. He's not the son of God. He's just a dude. No, you still believe in Jesus. We believe that the person existed, but in what caliber is a totally different situation. Yeah, but you still believe of him in him as a prophet. Also, like he's got a different name for us. He's Isa. Then say, oh, Isa, okay, bitch. I, Isabella, but, your boyfriend. No, here. don't sacrilegious, sacrilege, sacri, sac, sacrament. Sacralize. Sacralize. There we go. Sacralize. Sacrament is a different thing. Yeah, I got it. It's still religious. Isabella. Her boyfriend is here to marry. Fuck, am I not able to remember names? What's her name? Dorothea? Dolores. Why Dolores? Dorothea is such a long name. It was such a jump. I, I don't, I'm not capable of remembering names anymore. Okay, anyway. Um, going back to fictional foods that we would eat. You got any? Yeah, a lot of them, actually. Expand. Okay, firstly, the fire flicks from Avatar. Mm. The spicy things. I like those. Those, those sound like cockroach. No, but they look more flaky and they look like they were just like nice and crunchy and they're spicy. And that just they sound like they would taste like purpure. So, you know, yeah, just have and call it a day. It's different texture though. Mm. It's about the texture. Texture. Oh, um, let me think about other fictional foods I would want to eat. First of all, all the foods from Studio Ghibli look really good. I haven't watched any Studio Ghibli films, so explain. Okay, so if you look at favorite, like, take two. No, because it's the cooking scenes in the movies that look really good. Like, it's really, like, calming. And it just, like, it always looks like it's made with, like, some sort of care. And there's that vibe to it that makes it all look really good. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Because, like, I watched the one cooking scene from, I think, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, when she's feeding the fire, the eggshells. Yeah. yeah. That one's, that, one, that, that really one, good. like That cooking scene mesmerizes me every yeah, time. All the, cook, all the cooking scenes in Studio Ghibli movies are that vibe. Maybe I'll watch the movies. You should. They're really good. Okay, fine. Okay, what fine. About, you convinced me. What about you? What fiction foods do you want to eat? Uh, most of mine are from Harry Potter, but like I've got the one from Percy Jackson. Okay, so I think it's in the third. No, no, it's in the it's in the Lotus it's in the first book. one. It's in the first book, right? Because I was thinking that the Lotus Flowers was connecting you to the hotel, which is Nico and Bianca, which is a different situation. No. Um. Anyway, so in the first book, they're de- distracted from their from their mission because they're fed these like lotus flowers, and in the movie they didn't look that good. Like everyone says that in the movie they looked amazing, but I thought like the way I imagined them in my head was like way better. Because in the movie they kind of look like um marzipan and i don't really like marzipan um but anyway they just in the book they were described to be like kind of like a cookie kind of like a icing kind of like a situation and it just and it, it it's like a drug it's a psychedelic and who doesn't want that <laughs> okay but um other than that okay so in the in the harry potter books there's they have these chocolate frogs that apparently jump and move and I want to have to work for my dessert I want to have to run around 
after my dessert, hunt it down, and then put it in my mouth and feel the life. Yeah, but wouldn't it get so dirty? Like, the, like it's, it's just... It's a magic chocolate frog. It doesn't get dirty. Yeah, it's jumping around, like, on windows and on seats, and I'm like, oh. It's a nasty. magic chocolate frog. It, like, automatically sanitizes itself. Okay, that's, that's a lot. Just eat the chocolate. Just... No, because I can do that any day. This is the day I, I want to challenge. Shiva. One thing that I want to eat is she like a Johnny. You want to eat she like a oh lord. Wouldn't you? You know her name is not Sheila Kijavani. It's just Sheila, right? I know. Like Kijavani describes Sheila, but you know. I know, I know, but it's, it's funnier you? to say. It's funnier okay, to say. Fine. fine. She put her old Kijavani into it, so. So for all our non-Bollywood enthusiast fans. Sheila Giovanni is a song made in, I believe, the 2010s, starring Katrina Cape, one of probably the biggest Bollywood stars in existence, um, who's recently married, so hearts are breaking around the world. And she is extraordinarily, extraordinarily edible in the song. So enjoy her. It's called Sheila Giovanni. And when you say Giovanni, it's with a W, not a B, even though I pronounce it like a V because... That's just how it works. That's just how heavy it is. So yeah, enjoy yourself with that. And um, we're gonna, we're gonna, oh, 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 the other thing. Okay. So they constantly, they, they had this fire whiskey that I don't know if they mentioned it much, but I've read it a lot in um, fan fiction. And, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm just giving you this space. And believe me, I know. Um, but I just have to call back to the last episode. Or not the last episode, the episode before that. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it just, it was described to be a normal whiskey, but like it burns as it goes down. Like it That's feels just like all a- whiskey. No, but like it's supposed to be more intense or something. I don't know. I've not had whiskey yet. Um, I've, I've broached into like tequila, but not whiskey just yet. And I've also not really broached tequila because it was a cocktail, so it doesn't really count. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wrap tequila straight one of these days and officially cross it off my bucket list. Is it neat or straight? Uh, neat. Sorry, we're going to have tequila neat one of these days. I'm still learning. Um, anyway, so that and also butterbeer, which was sort of, I don't really even know like what to akin it to in the real world because like go for it, Jakey Rowling. You like it's nice warm cream. cream soda, bitch. It's not cream soda. Ew, I hate cream soda. It's not cream soda. It sounded like a hot chocolate, but like vanilla. No, the, it would have ginger in it, first of all, not vanilla. So, uh, but the way that they serve it at the parks is like warm cream soda. Oh, that's so gross. You've just ruined it for me. <laughs> I'm just like in the way that it looks in the movies also looks nasty. Okay, but I never I never imagined it the way that it was in the movie. I always I, I imagined never. it the way it was in my head. So I'm not like other girls. Once I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't know no. if I'm not like other girls? You think I'm no. exactly like other girls? You're, I'm a lot, you're like a thing. lot of people. Yeah, but when you put all of those different aspects from a lot of people together, you get one unique, not like other girls individual, and that is Sonia Tahar bringing to you Joy from 2003. Okay. Since 2003, yeah. Speaking of fictional foods, <laughs> binging with Babish, I introduced you to this YouTuber, mm. and 
he makes fictional foods, real life versions, and they look so good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he, um, I think the, I haven't watched any since I watched him on Karen Lodge, um, just because I haven't had time. But I watched the one where he makes the um, dishes of hors d'oeuvres, not the dishes, the, the one dish of hors d'oeuvres from uh, Beauty and the Beast, the gray stuff. And can I just say, I was much happier knowing, imagining what that was, rather than having to hear that it's like mashed up salmon and shit. It wasn't like, salmon, it was liver, that. first of all. Uh, whatever. That and also, I, I prefer that, that like idea of having authenticity to it. Mm. No, I, I enjoyed like... him making it because that was really, it was really calming to watch him make it, but I could have gone my whole life not knowing that there was liver in that. No, because the way that Disney did it for, like, at the parks, they serve it as gray icing. And I'm like, that doesn't match the rest, like, the idea of an hors d'oeuvre. It's supposed to be savory. That's fair. I prefer knowing it's pate. That's fair. Um, Honestly, I don't think I'd have an actual problem with it because I've had a lot of weird things before. And generally speaking, they turn out to be better than you would expect. Okay, what are you calling weird? Hmm? Um... The inner lining of a cow's stomach would be mm-hmm. what I would call weird. I didn't enjoy that so much, but it was nice for a first time. Um, mm-hmm. Kidney, you know, brain. Mm-hmm. All your normal things that you would... The brain, I wasn't expecting to get where I got it. Like, I didn't expect... Um, I think it was Arab cuisine. I don't remember exactly which kind, but um, Arab cuisine to have brain in it. But it did, and it was actually kind of nice. Where would you expect it from? I'm confused. I'd... No, don't 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 do that to me because it turned out to be racist or something. No, I didn't. I didn't expect it to come from other places. I just didn't realize that brain was a part of their cuisine because they're much more. Um, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because you don't waste the animal, but they're they're more like legs and thighs and fatty areas than they are thighs. Get me a girl with the thick ass thighs. Isn't that the bottle that you said you didn't like? No, it's not. It's the bottle that I was confused why it existed, but I didn't say I didn't like it. Oh, okay. 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 He's, okay. he's referring to the bottle I'm drinking out of because Terrence frequently forgets this is not a video portion. I know. I'm just saying things now. <laughs> okay. Move. Uh, okay. Yeah. So binging with Babish, the uh, YouTuber that he uh, introduced me to was fun. Yeah. I think honestly, it's very soothing. It's a good thing to... And people always take this in a bad way, but it's a nice thing to fall asleep to, I think. Yeah, so guarantee good dreams. It's ASMR. Kind of, yeah. Asper. Okay, mm-hmm. next we're going to be talking about culture, because Sonia, <laughs> I was trying to segue with her talking about brains, but okay. Oh, that's weird. But then she, she took it a different direction. That's okay, my so, bad. So cultural appropriation. This topic got into the episode because I saw this video, or it was on TikTok, with this video of a white woman who took cooked basmati rice, and she crushed it up, and she made it into little balls, and she fried it up, and she was like, oh my god, it's like rice gnocchi, which, if you know about some Asian cuisines, there is rice cakes that have different names, and that use very similar techniques, Mm -hmm. most commonly known mochi, which is Japanese. And a lot of people were calling out for like claiming to invent this thing when she really didn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's okay. 
so yes, it's bad that she did that, but also like, if we're looking at it, like so many cultures have made the same exact thing or similar versions of the same thing and pretended like they've invented it. And we still consider that to be their dish. Like if you look at Italy's, right? Same thing, rice cake. Are they the same thing? Pretty much exactly, but you know, they're considered different things. Or if we look at, you know, whatever fried delicacy that, um, fried dough delicacy that particular region has, it's pretty much the same thing if you go around the world, but they, some of them it's a dessert, some of them it's savory, some of them they put chocolate on it, some of them put jelly inside it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yes, it's a little bit of cultural appropriation to have a food cooking channel and not be aware of some of the main dishes of main regions. But I'm not going to say that she was being like racist or intentionally trying to cultural appropriate. It was being disrespectful, though. Of a little the bit. Cuisine. A little yeah, bit. This, um, and, I, and I think it was the same person. But do you know that Japanese chef that makes those like omelets that they're like, he like puts them on rice and like cuts them open and they ooze out? It looked like a blanket on top of the yeah, that, that those, rice and milk. Yeah, yeah those omelets that that Japanese chef woman, that, that Japanese chef guy makes, this woman reacted to that saying it was so nasty looking, like with what the way mean? the eggs looked. I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. I yeah, really liked it's it. It's really cool. And she called, and she was talking about how it's really nasty looking. And there's this one Asian chef that I follow and she was like talking about how it's really disrespectful to call things like that nasty. And like how like things, and I'm like, it doesn't even look nasty. It looks good. I, I think that, I, I never got that why people like I don't know maybe it's just because I'm more open to different cuisines but I never look at food and go oh that looks gross or that looks nasty like I may not like it like personally but that doesn't make the food bad right it's mm -hmm. just not for me mm -hmm. I I don't I, I don't get why people would do that also like eggs are so such a volatile food to like always perfect the texture in that way takes skill i'm sorry you can say whatever you want but it requires skill to be able to get the texture of the eggs like that because no matter what you do a little bit too much heat a little bit too low heat spin it a little bit too much you're fucked over with the texture yeah yeah Ugh. it's just that's rude i don't think that's necessary it's like there's no reason for you to say those things about another person oh, also the video of the asian show reacting went like kind of semi-viral because she called out this she dragged this white woman so hard she was like just because yes. he just because he doesn't spread mail on anything that doesn't move doesn't mean that his because oh. she scalped that girl and it was hilarious oh, man honestly that that is deserved because that's not kind nor is it nor is there any reason for you to do that i don't think there's ever a reason for someone to be disrespectful of something they have absolutely no connection to Mm -hmm. it's generally not there's not a reason for you to dis be disrespectful in any any scenario but especially when like there's no reason for you to go on a public platform and be like oh you suck even though i have absolutely no connection to you and to, or your food or your contact like there's no there's no reason why why are you doing it what, what do you think this is going to get you where do you think this is going to get you you know <laughs> just spread love not hate spread love and hate uh -huh. Don't do that. Oh, Make love and that before. quickly brings me to the concept of kids doing the same fucking thing. Where, you know, the you'll go to school. You'll go to school and you'll pull out your, I don't know, your poha or your kichri 
or whatever it is. And yeah, it's got a little bit of a smell because guess what? We spice our fucking food. Um, and you got people, yeah, people will have like all these unnecessary opinions to something that does not concern them at all. Now, to in, in all in all transparency, I didn't have this particular experience because uh, you grew up in Bahrain. No, I could have had this experience. It was just that my mom generally didn't. <clears throat> oh, you're saying I, your I mom was, doesn't to cook? No, no, no. I just I hated having leftovers in my food because things would get soggy and messy and leak. Um, especially if it's a sob, right? Like the chances of it leaking out of this like cheap ass Tupperware container are high. So I would either get like paratas or just sandwiches, which was fine. Um, Cause you know, those don't leak. Those aren't liquidy. They just are solids. So I didn't have that experience because I didn't bring anything that was very unusual, but I know a lot of people who did have this experience and I know, um, and a lot of people are speaking out about it on like different platforms and stuff. But <clears throat> What I don't understand is what's the reason? Why are you behaving like this? And even as a child, like I grew up learning how to be respectful of other people. And that means that you don't comment on things that have absolutely no meaning. Like mm -hmm. what someone is eating, are they shoveling it into your mouth or are they shoveling it into theirs? Because it makes a big difference on whether or not you're allowed to have an opinion. You know? Shovels, shoveling. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my mind. Um, not my mind, my voice. My mind was lost long ago. But um, I just, I don't get it. You know, there's no need for other people to have those kind of opinions to begin with. But if they do, there's no reason for them to voice it. Just because something is foreign to you and unusual to you. What did I say? Why are you laughing? I'm just thinking about the fact that you were dragging that guy who ordered the halal burger with bacon. And now you're doing this. No, this is different. <laughs> explain, explain, explain your bigotry and hypocrisy. Okay, first and foremost, the first one was not bigotry. It was a genuine amount of confusion and rage at how this person single-handedly brought down the entire Muslim race from race? being semi-respected to like being unconsidered at all. Okay, right. We're barely beginning to gain back the respect that we have. We're barely beginning to be seen as like human beings and not terrorists. And this man goes out and orders a halal burger with bacon. No. Rice. Hey, I don't know, Muslim sect. <laughs> Just say Muslim people, not race. I don't know, man. Okay, and the other is people being rude and mean and disrespectful to things that have no concern with them i have concern with this i am a muslim technically hmm. technically i have concern with how we are presented to the world yeah me too which is why you're so okay with talking about how you want to lick a vampire okay that's not the same thing because that's nothing to do with my muslimness okay my muslimness has nothing to do with my needs for sucking like those are two different things okay yeah fair 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 far far away <laughs> oh this was a mess i had a lot of emotions in a very limited amount of time <laughs> you want to get back to it let's yes let's get back to it so shall we do 
Ooh, let's do food trends. Okay, food trends. Okay. Okay. So, what are your opinions on like rainbow food and galaxy That's food? A- like, that was like a trend in like 2014. I have no idea what this is, but it We're sounds like- kind of cool. Where like people would always make like they would color food to make it rainbow or to make it galaxy and stuff like that. A lot of work. No, like color individual parts of food. Yeah, like they would do it for like bagels or like cakes, and they would color it. Oh, bagels. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm down for that. That doesn't. That's not harmful. Yeah, I'm just. That's what I thought when I thought of food trends because like all those things, like making colorful food. I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, that's, that's the kind of thing that, like, if it brings joy and it's not hurting anybody, do it. Like, don't poison your kids to have rainbow food, but, uh, you know, make them happy. Make them excited for food. Give them a good, healthy relationship with food. Oh, yeah, rainbow mac and cheese was a thing, and also rainbow grilled cheeses. Okay, I'm less into the rainbow mac and cheese. Oh, like what they would do for the rainbow grilled cheese is that they would take cheese and like mix it with a little bit of food coloring and they line it up in the bread and then they'd like do the cheese pull and it would be rainbow. <laughs> oh lord, that's that's too much. Also, when I make grilled cheeses, I use cheese slices because grating is sometimes too much work. Oh no, grating is so much better. I agree that it probably tastes better, but like it's just too much work. Yeah, and when I'm making can... grilled cheeses, I'm just looking for like easy five minute lunches. Yeah, but then you can control your cheese content and can add more I or less. Control. I still control. Okay, but like uh, having like the cheese slices are preset for you. So... Yeah, so you can cut them up in half if you really don't want that much cheese. But I'm okay. always like, the more the cheese, the better. Okay, fair. I am not opposed to cheese. Okay. And this brings me to. Okay, I'm gonna get to, we're gonna start with how, this is like, we're, we started 2014, now we're going to like 2016. Um, so remember when there was this whole thing about how if you ordered anything with non, not, not like not original milk, or if you ordered something that you needed gluten-free or you wanted it to be vegan back before these things were, you know, uber cool. Um, baristas or like the people making your food for you would actually substitute it for real milk so if you ordered soy milk they would be like ha fuck you bitch you want to pretend to be special i'm gonna give you full fat milk and then people would have like cardiac arrests because they're actually allergic to lactose or something um mm-hmm. i don't think so cardiac can- arrest is a symptom of <laughs> Lactose intolerance. I don't know. Okay, people would be shitting their pants five seconds in because of their lactose intolerance. Let's say that. Um. Anyway, I know it's not a thing anymore, but the fact that it was a thing at all and people like clap clapped when it happened rather than being like, "You are kind of being wrong," and "You were kind of being silly," and "You were kind of not being okay," um, is bad. That's it. Okay, on, on that, I feel like the definition of Karen has gotten very liberal. Yes. Ooh, because, like, literally, like, sometimes it'll be people, like, asking for, like, a refund because, like, what happened was bad or, like, what they got literally wasn't what they asked for. And people are like, oh, my God, Karen. I'm like, no, you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. That, that's my opinion. Oh, it's such a mess. That's my opinion. You're not allowed one. Okay. 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 Your opinion means nothing. And if my mother and if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. 
Okay. Okay. My next point. Sorry. Lost my focus for a second. My next point. Okay. So a couple of days ago, I came across this Reddit post. So essentially in this Reddit post, there is two couples. Okay. So we've got, mm -hmm. okay, no, let's start at the beginning. So we have this family who has two daughters. This mm -hmm. family is totally vegan, have been since the girls were born. Um, they are just, it's something that they do. Now, this two girlfriend, these two girls each have boyfriends of their own. One boyfriend is, I guess, like normal, like he is not vegan. That's not what normal means, but he's not like he's the opposite. He's not vegan and whatever, whatever. And the other boyfriend has celiac disease. So he is uber vegan, no gluten, you know, all of that kind of stuff, right? Because he's had issues in the past and a slip up could actually, you know, uh, RIP him. So we don't do that for boys. Anyone, not just boys, anyone. Um, anyway, so there's a big family dinner happening and the boyfriend who is not vegan asked if he can, so he's not cooking, right? The celiac, okay, huh, okay. We're going to call the girlfriend who has the celiac boyfriend A and the girlfriend who has the not celiac boyfriend, Barbara. And what the so, <laughs> so A is cooking a meal for the parents and the two boyfriends and the two girlfriends. So she's cooking a meal for everybody. And obviously she's making this meal like according to all of her boyfriend's dietary needs and the family's dietary needs. So what happens is that the boyfriend, Barbara's boyfriend, so the not vegan boyfriend, is like, hey, if I bring a duck, will you cook it for me? And she's like, this is really weird, but okay, I guess I'm happy to cook for you. Um, a duck? <laughs> yeah, too weird. Anyway, so the- Like a whole duck? Thing, yeah. Or like a portion of a duck. I don't know how you buy ducks. I don't really cook them all that often. Um, anyway, so what happens is the duck is cooking and so the boyfriend who wanted the duck the duck is cooked slightly before the, all of the food is ready and they sit down for the meal so he brings out like a baguette in this house where this person could like die if he's exposed to gluten and the girlfriend freaks out and everyone freaks out and <clears throat> what happens is that turns out that barbara's boyfriend has been secretly feeding her meat for three months of their relationship and she thought she was having cancer or something because of all the stomach issues that she was having. But no, it's just because her body's not accustomed to meat and that's what he was feeding her. Uh -huh. So um, let's respect each other's dietary concerns. I'm we very guys? confused about that entire story. But okay, what did the baguette have to do with anything? Because he, dis he disrespected. He brought up bread in this house where like, she was like, I will cook you meat, but please don't bring any bread. So it was like, is it like a celiac, like in the air? Like, is it airborne? <laughs> is gluten airborne when you have a picture? Look, I don't know. I was reading this Reddit post and I'm relaying this Reddit post to you. Apparently, having the crumbs on the counter posed a big threat for the celiac um, ridden boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The crumbs is just bringing, he just walks in with the bag out. I was like, whoa. Is he like, he'll come into the kitchen and he'll inhale the crumbs and and that's it. He'll be dead. Girl, how are you inhaling crumbs? Inhale I mean, dust. I, I don't know. I do not know. And we're going to have somebody like Sheila. Oh, God. Uh, this episode is a little bit of a mess. Um, aren't all of them, though? Yeah, this one's a bit more, though. It's a bit farther gone. Okay, so now we're moving on to rate the cuisine. 
Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, we are gonna rate cuisines that we enjoy or dislike, and we are gonna try to point proof explanation our way in and why we love it or why we hate it. PPE and just protection, bro. It is a form of making your argument. Okay, so we're gonna start with South Asia. This is my homebred. My Girl, blood is infused with uh, butter paneer. Yeah, but you didn't even take it to school. I didn't take it to school. Look, I, I can't have it leaking on my books, okay? I was a good student. Okay, so was I. <laughs> okay. Let's and my mom some... refused to buy chiffins. Like, we had to just, like, survive on these Tupperware containers, okay? Okay, South Asia. So that's, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's, like, India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. You know, those Bangladesh, areas of the Nepal. world. Oh, I'm Don't sorry. Bangladesh you... doesn't register in my mind. It's like, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, okay. We have two Bangladeshi friends who are probably listening to this. Oh, they are not. Oh, yeah, they're definitely not, but still. <laughs> anyway, um, so I think I wanted to do this a little differently. I wanted to, like, dissect each, like, part. I wanted yeah, to do, like, North like Indian and South Indian. The cultural and... regions are so are so many for India and True. like Asia, South Asia. So I just felt like not getting into it. So yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not being racist. I was just lazy. I'm not lazy. It's just like, it's a lot. He's lazy. Anyway, um, obviously I love South Asian cuisine. Um, mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 would do it yes. any day of the week. Do do yeah. it any day of the week. Yes. Um, no, you don't. You live on campus now. You eat burgers and cookies and Starbucks for uh, like 80% of your blood contact now. No. Yes. Well, what, are you cooking? Are you are you cooking idlis in there? Are you fried no, samosas? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that when I am able to, I do have Indian food. When it you is don't make a big enough effort, my friend. What do you mean effort? I have to use my food card. I can't just go off campus and get Indian food every day. Just buy groceries. Cook yourself on your uh, hot plate. I don't have a hot plate because that's not allowed on campus. Who's gonna know? Just put it under your bed. Under that's a fire hazard. Unplugged under your bed, obviously. Still a fire hazard. And also it's cleaning. not a fire hazard if it's not unplugged. I mean if also, it is unplugged. Also cleaning dishes would just be such a hassle. Just put buy paper plates. And how about to cook with paper plates? Just to buy the one pot and paper plates. Okay, I'm not doing that because I have to spend the food card money. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I'm Gujarati, so I'm pretty sure that's what? Middle India? Rajasthan? You're not. Rajasthan and Gujarati are different. Never mind. I'm not fully aware of like the geographical constraints of India. Where, so so where is Gujarati? It's like uh, bordering with Pakistan. It's near that area. So which part of India is it? North Girl, India? It's on the coast. It's North India, yeah. Okay, see, I was going to say North India, but that sounded wrong. I should always go with my gut. Um, anyway, so I'm North Indian. Uh, we do Doklas and we do other things. And I'm from Punjab, the land of Sog, so. Yeah, we do a lot of songs too. So we just steal from everyone. That's what the yeah. Gujarat does. They build businesses and rob. Um, yeah, Gujarat is full of thieves. Probably true. Mahatma um, Gandhi, Melody, both of them. 
But um, no, I think one of my favorites was South Indian food. I love South Indian food. It's, it's so spicy. Good. It's so good. It's so good. Like at least I will have every single fucking day if I can. Also, papadam is really good. Oh yeah, it's crunchy. It's crunchy. And, then, and Pakistani food is not bad, but you can't. In my in my opinion, it's a little too rich to be having every day. It's too much. Like it's nice once in a while, but like I don't know how the Pakistanis do it. Pakistan be doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta they gotta compensate for the fact that they're not India. Yeah. <laughs> also, have you ever had momos? I'm sorry. Say that again. Have you ever had momos? I don't know what that is. They're Nepali dumplings, and they're really good. <laughs> They are. They are very good. I have to try them. You, also, you drinks. India makes the best drinks. Paluda. No. No. Lassi. I will cha. not be agreeing with them. Okay, cha is really good. <laughs> not, you don't think food. Faluda and Lassi are good? I think Lassi is good. I don't like Faluda. Okay, that's fair. I'm not a big fan of Faluda either. My dad so, is, so I've had it. But like, yeah, so I'm not going to say it's the best at drinks, but they're not bad. Two out of three is like 60%. Almost 70. Okay, yeah, but there's much more. There's many other drinks that we haven't talked about in the South Asian region. It's true. This is true. Um, yeah. Also, what else do they have? They have things. Also, like their street food, Indian street food oh, is... Indian street food is among the best. Among the best. Like it's comparable to Singapore or Japan or whatever. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Our next country on the list is China. Oh, Chinese is amazing. Another vast cultural region. (laughs) Many different cuisines. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know anything about that. I'm aware of China as a whole, not as a like sum of parts. I I know. I think I know some Chinese states or some Chinese regions. But I wouldn't know which foods to attribute where. That's true. I I also wouldn't know. Yeah, um, but Chinese food is good. It knows its strengths. Over my Chinese food knows its strengths. Yeah, Chinese, Chinese people know what they're doing. I think um, noodles, they know what they're doing. Fried rice, you know what they're doing. Like any mm-hmm. tries, but Chinese fried rice is better. Um, also, there are teas. Mm-hmm. China knows what they're doing with teas. I feel like you're just saying random things that you know about China. I, I feel like I, rice. Noodles, tea, yeah. I, I am because like I've had Chinese food, but like I can't like I can't point proof explain explain this. That makes sense for you because Chinese food does tend to have pork. Uh yeah, that's true. I, I I'm restricted from some of it. Also, dumplings are just they're nice. They're nice little packages. Dumplings are good. Dumplings they're are good. very um, they're very efficient food sources. Okay, but here's the thing. The thing I love about Chinese food, and I don't like go eat Chinese food because of this, but I eat Chinese food because it's good, right? But the the process of eating with chopsticks is just a whole experience. You know, there's money nations that use chopsticks, right? I know, but my primarily in my head, it's China and Japan. So, and like, in my head, use, and you can use chopsticks for any food that you want. I can, but it doesn't feel right. Okay, like if I'm <laughs> that's eating what they South don't Asian want, food, that's, a, that's what they don't want you to know that you can use chopsticks anytime you want. <laughs> That's what. That's uh, no, what I, that's not actually true. How am I gonna eat like roti and sag with chopsticks? Okay, use the chopstick to like break up the roti a bit, and then you use the chopsticks to hold the roti, and then you, you use it to like snatch up with the sag. 
but you would only get like the liquidy portion of the sag. You wouldn't get any of the things in the roti. You have to shovel that in your mouth you separately. Ha- yeah, but you have to like be efficient. Like you have to know how to use your chopstick efficiently. And you I know eat- how to use my chopstick. I just don't think I'd be able to use it in that setting. I think I think you could if you tried hard enough. If you learned how yeah, to use, probably. like, if you position the roti as like um, a net in the chopsticks and you use it to scoop things up, yeah, then you could do it. <laughs> but like, it would fall out. No way it's staying. No, you have to. You have to. You have to believe. Ooh. Also, the soup dumplings are they Chinese or are they Japanese? I'm pretty sure there is versions about them, but I think it's mostly in Chinese food. Okay, cool. Because I've never had them, but they sound so they they're sound really so good. Because I, I I was watching a video about the process of how they're made. Like first they use like gelatin, so you can't have them. <laughs> they use gelatin and they make the soup and then they let it congeal and then they cut it and then they put the dumpling wrappers and then they steam it so the soup melts and then you eat it while the soup's hot. You understand that I'm allowed to eat it if I don't know that there's gelatin inside, right? I know, but I like telling you so you don't accidentally break the rules of God. Lord, he just wants to ruin things for me. I'm pretty sure you could find them that don't use gel, like agar agar or something. It's fine. Oh, maybe I can convince him to use fish gelatin because that would be okay. Or beef gelatin. You're going to a Chinese restaurant being like, hey, can you use this instead? I'll find one where they already use it. I'm sure they're Muslim, okay. they're Muslim Chinese people. Yeah, that, that's kind of a big thing that's happening in the world. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a different cuisine, though. Yeah, but I'm sure they partake in the other kinds of cuisine, too. Okay, fair. But they're being forced okay. to, actually. Wait, we didn't give them a number. Shall we say eight, nine? Yeah, eight is good. Eight is good. Eight. Um, Japan. Japan to the hood, Harajuku girls. What? If what? I was a rich girl. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's what that's all. Why do you hate me? Sometimes I hate you. Why? You don't want to be a rich girl? I don't want to be your rich girl. Okay. For Japan. I feel like Japan cuisine, Japanese cuisine is really good. But yeah, there is one thing. Beats I, sushi. But there is one thing about Japanese curries that I can't always get on with. Oh, I've never had Japanese curries. The fact that there is, they have like sweetness in a lot of them. And I'm just oh, I know what that. you're talking about. I'm just not. I'm not. I, it can work. It can work, but I'm not always into it. But still, and but I this really, is your condition to have like savory sauce. You, yeah, they're, sa- they're always savory like, spicy. And spicy. Savory and spicy is my thing, but I, I see the appeal. Not my personal favorite. Also, I really love the umami flavors of Japanese food, like the soups and broths. Oh yes, so good. And ramen. You and I need to go out for sushi one of these days. Some of our friends we are do. into it, but like we are, so yeah. And I found I also, found a good place. Also, I love watching those like um ramen pulling videos. Like when they're like oh like, yeah. When they, you have to like pull the noodles and it's like really it's really fun to watch. I'm with you. Yeah. I am with you, sir. So Japan to the hood, Harajuku girls, what come around. Also, Japanese sweets are really good. And I had Japanese sweets? Like mochi and like, I love ice cream oh, mochi. Yeah, yeah, Yes, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Fried ice cream is amazing. I don't think also, Japan does it. I think it's China, but it's amazing. Yeah, but one other thing that I have to say about China, because I just remembered, I really want to try mooncakes. Oh, yeah. 
I saw them in Doraemon. Yeah. Okay, back to Japan. Okay, what are we rating Japan? I think it's a nine. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Nine. Yay! Okay, America. Oh, gross. Land okay. of the obesity. No, I'm kidding. Joking, okay. sorry. You, you may be thinking that, but <laughs> I've been thinking more in depth into different types of American cuisine. Mm-hmm. And I had a, um, not combo, a jambalaya yesterday. It was really good. A what? A jambalaya. It's a Louisiana dish. And it's really good. Okay. It's a rice dish. It's a rice dish. And it's really good. But I mean, isn't Louisiana, like, am I getting the geographics wrong? Isn't that, like, African-American? There's a lot. there? Yeah, there's a lot of different cultural inspirations there from, like, the French, the Spanish, the Native Americans, and the African-Americans. So it's not really, like, white people food. That's, 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 I stole from your culture's people food. Okay, it's, it's cultural inspirations. And also Spain, inspiration. Spain. Spain and France are both white, so. Yeah, when I, when I say white, I mean Caucasian, you know. Um, no, I think America does a couple of things right. They've got, they have comfort food nailed to a T. Yeah, like a mac and cheese in a. Mm, mac and cheese, grilled cheese, like fried chicken. They know what they're doing. Um, they... They're like, like not their um their stews and stuff and I, I don't think stews are like primarily in America but I think they they know what they're doing with all of that stuff and they're also I was it America that made the steak it feels like it would be America I feel I feel like there's a lot of other countries that do do like steak things but I feel like America is kind of it's the big thing yeah because America's like the first people who are like let's just put a slab of meat on the plate no, and they, call they, it they, a meal. No, they did that before they, they a lot of different cultures did that Really? Okay. It just it's it's such it seems like it's, such an American it's, thing. It's to very com it's like it's very common association with association with America, like apple pie. That's technically invented in England, but it's very known for American. Okay, fair enough. But and also, um, I think I think a steak is amazing. And also whoever, macaroni and cheese has that? macaroni and cheese has its roots in France, but you still consider really? it really yes. But you still consider American cuisine. So I feel like steak would be considered American cuisine. Okay, well then, America beats everyone else because steak is amazing. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't, but steak is really I think good. America gets because of the other things that really do imbalance it a bit. Mm. I feel like a seven for the United States. Oh, you're giving it that high? That's. I feel like the good things. I feel like the bad things are much more known about, but the good things when they're good is really good. I. I would argue a six, but I can handle okay, a seven. Let's do six. Let's do six then. I love it when he agrees with me. Okay, next, Canada. Canada. I have to say something. I feel like Canada is not as good as American food. No, but we, okay, yeah, I, hmm. okay, I have all of my, I've been to other places in Canada, but like my, when I think of Canada, I think of the GTA, and I know that's not an accurate representation of what Canada is. Because uh-huh. especially in terms of food, definitely not. Like, because yeah, we have. I feel, like, I feel like Canada never really produced its own cuisine beyond things like poutine. I feel like all the other good things about Canada came from like immigrants and indigenous cultures, but Canada is like the Canada monolith. It has no actual cuisine for itself. That's true. I agree. Um, it pretty much because it was. 
because Canada was just a runoff from America, right? So it's not, it was never like started off being independent. It started off with what? The loyalists showing up here and being like, this well, is our was, place now. There was the indigenous peoples and the French. Agreed, but they were also, well, are we, because, but the indigenous people who never really branched out and became like, like they, they, they were stomped out by the loyalists. Also, the French cuisine was basically banished from Canada and sent to Louisiana. That's why they got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Canada has for itself, it's got poutine, it's got Timmy's, it's got- Oh, beaver, beaver tails. Beaver tails! Those okay. are a redemption arc if I've ever seen them. Beaver tails are really good. Beaver, beaver tails, I just remembered, and they're so good. They're sweet, they're good, they're nice. And also, I feel like, what are your opinions on maple syrup? I think it's good. Okay. I've been having a lot of it recently because I've been in the pancakes. Like, which kind it's... of maple syrup have you been having? Original? Like the corn syrup one or like the real maple syrup? Oh, I think it's real because we bought it at a farm somewhere. Oh, okay, then it's real. Okay. That stuff is good. It's, really it's good. legit. It's almost over. I'm so sad. I'm going to have to go to the grocery store and buy more if I really want one. Yeah. So I feel like Canadian cuisine, it doesn't have as much redeeming factors as the United States. Oh, but we don't have the same problems as the United States either. But we're not talking about problems, we're talking about cuisine. No, I mean problems with cuisine. What do you mean by that? Um, I think for one that the American populace doesn't consider food food. It, like, mm. I don't know how to explain this. Um, because they don't they don't have art in their food. I like if you look at if you look at Japan or China, like half of them presenting you with the food is the presentation of it. Yeah, they have the they smell. have the heritage aspect. But I feel like neither Canada doesn't have that either. That's true. But I feel like Canada is not it doesn't have the redeeming qualities that United States food does have. So okay, so we gave the United States a six. We agree that it that Canada is less than the United States, but we have beaver tails, so shall we say 5.5? Yeah, 5.5 is good. Okay. Now, England, our next, I have a lot of beef with England, and I'm going to say that their food simply does not add up. That's not fair. They have a couple of things that work really well. Like what? Um, Shepherd's pie, steak and kidney pie, literally any of their savory pies are really good. Okay, and what spices do they have in that? I agree, they're not as um, proficient in, you know, spicing their food as uh, some of the other cultures, but neither yeah. is America, and we agree that they have redeeming qualities. I, I The redeeming like, qualities come from the spices that they use in the regions that they fair. use spices, okay? But I, I don't, have you had shepherd's pie, steak and kidney pie? No, I have not. <laughs> okay, they're good. It's because... I don't like pies. I don't like I don't like um, dessert pies at all. Mm -hmm. I've never been a fan. Um, but savory pies are really good. Like anytime I'll go to a pub or something like that, I will always get some kind of pie. Like I used to never branch out of shepherd's pie, but then I tried steak and kidney, and that was really good. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna start branching out more. Um, I just feel and like also, didn't they create mashed potatoes? That would be Ireland. Never. Okay, yeah. So part of England. <gasps> <laughs> I 
yeah. I feel like the thing about like English cuisine is that they they talked such big game, but they didn't use any of the game they did. Like for like French and for the French and Spanish, they were colonizers, but at least they started to use the ingredients that they colonized. That's the English fair. did not. And they had so much potential. They had so they had, they had so much potential with what they were doing. So I just feel like England simply does not add up. Because like if they had if they actually made something out of all the colonization, I might be able to forgive them a little bit. Literally, yeah, honestly. As <laughs> as horrible as it sounds, if they were able to make a good meal, then I would have been like, okay. Like it doesn't totally absolve you, but like at least I don't want reparations anymore. <laughs> I still want reparations. Cause they're they're out um, here eating beans yeah. on toast. Okay, but beans are really good. I was on a beans kick for like six months of my life. I never, I've never touched it since then. I was like 14. I was, I had beans every single day, baked beans every single day for six months. And then one day I was done and I never touched it again. But I'm gonna for say those one six thing, months, they were good. I'm going to say one thing about baked beans is that while they are decent, I feel like English baked beans are not the best baked beans out there. That's true, and I didn't have to add a lot of Tabasco to it. Exactly. So, so I feel like England just simply does not add up with their cuisine. This is fair. Um, I'm no fish and chips is four. really good. I'm thinking a four. No, fish and chips redeems it. I give it a 4.5. Okay, fine. I had fish and chips last night. It's so good. Okay, next we had the Arabs. <gasps> this, is, this is my... The, the shoddy my... Arabias. This is this is a my shit. I was I was there. I was there. I ate it all. I continue eating it today. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Arabs Arabs are pretty simple. You know they eat meat and they eat rice and, and they, they are brains. good with that. And they eat brains, but um. But okay, okay. So the the cuisine, in my opinion, isn't particularly special like you just you you got your meat your rice your fish you know they're really good at spicing it I think and that's you know typical for any of your Asian countries um they're really good with presenting it you know they've got their you know garnishes one thing I like that I don't I've not seen a lot of people do is they put a lot of in, in literally any salad they have they put pomegranates in it and I think that's really good I've not seen a lot of other people do that um maybe Jamaicans, but that's about it. Um, or like the Caribbean area. I've seen it there a little bit. The Caribbeans, yeah. Um, okay, but their dessert is really, really fucking good. Oh, so good. And their teas, their teas are good. Um, okay, their dessert. So they have this thing called kunafa. They have cheese and they have... Well, they pretty much make kunafa with anything these days, but the traditional is cheese. So basically, I don't know how to describe it, but like it's cheese at the bottom, like melted cheese at the bottom. And it's not it's not high. It's about like a couple of inches um, in length. And then it's, they melt the cheese and they have these like flaky bits on top. I don't even fucking know what it is. It's just, it's really good. And you just, you, it's, it's, it's a big circle. So you can feed like three people in it, four people in it. Mm-hmm. But you can also eat it by yourself, as you can in most desserts. And you just eat it. And it doesn't sound like it should be sweet, but it's sweet. And it's also savory. And it's so fucking good. And baklava, amazing shit of the gods. Um, <laughs> I don't think the Arabs would appreciate you having gods plural. 
sorry, sorry. Um, Allah, Allah blessed us with with the baklava because it is it is just that good. Um, <laughs> what else do they got? Um, they do fish. They do fish like nobody else I've seen do fish. You wouldn't expect um, that from a desert, would you? I I know, I know. There was this place in Bahrain that we used to go to all the time. It was amazing. It was fish house. It was literally a shack in the middle of nowhere. I'm not mm-hmm. joking. It was this shack in the middle of nowhere. They would put like plastic over your table and then they would just pick it up and throw it away after. So you would throw your bones, you know, you got to slobber, do it on the table because they're just picking it up and throwing it away anyway. Um, and was, and you, dare make... talk, you dare talk shit about Bangladesh when you're doing this fish bitch. No, but it was so good. And, and they would bring you the fish and you would just make a mess everywhere and eat and not give a shit about cleanliness. or Not, not cleanliness, you give a shit about cleanliness, but like it's not about presentation. It's not, I mean, it is. But like for you yourself, it's not about presentation. It's not about table manners. It's not about etiquette. You just fucking eat. And they bring you a giant ass fish, mm-hmm. you know, half your body. It's still got its eye in it. And by the way, eating the fish eye, a big deal in, in um, Arab countries, you should do it. It's a weird taste, but it's supposed to bring you really good luck. And I have mm-hmm. yet to be able to dispute it. So it's fine. And also, yeah, all in all, I give um, Arab food a nine out of 10. Okay, I'll corroborate that. I'll give you that since you have an authority on it. Okay, before we get into our next category, I want to talk about hot pot because it looks really good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want I just want to say it that it looks good. Okay. Uh, next, next we are going back to North America, Quebec, Mexique, Mexico. Mexican food is good. It is good. It's very good. Burritos are really good. Tacos are good. Mm-hmm. Burritos are good. It's mm-hmm. just good. Mm-hmm. Mexican spicy. Also, Mexican spice is very different from Indian spice. Yeah, there's different origins. No, no, no. I know, but the way that it affects you, because you, a lot of people think that once you've got one kind of spice down, you've got all the spices down, but you no, don't. They're, they're different. They're they're so different. That, because that's what I thought. I was like, I can handle Indian spice. I can handle any kind of spice. But like Mexican spice goes like up your throat and through your nose, kind of. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it goes up your nose and around the corner. And it's, it's a totally different experience. It's good, though. Thank you. Um, yeah. Eight out of ten? Seven out of ten? Eight. Eight it is. For Mexico. Oh, but Tex-Mex is not of the same caliber. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Because it has Texas. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. Next, next is Italy. And I have some things to say about Italy. I feel like Italy gets far too much praise. I think it's well, excuse me. I think it's well deserved. I don't. Okay. Point proof explain, please. I just feel like like Italian food itself gets way too much praise. When like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like there's a lot like it gets it gets a lot of it gets puts on it, it gets put on a pedestal a lot and this is I, fair yeah but do you it's think a, the pedestal is not deserved it's a bit overrated and i don't think the pedestal is deserved okay but i think it's i think the pedestal is not necessarily because of the food but it's more of how they treat their food which is a little bit different than a lot of cultures. They treat their food like it's magic. I don't know how to explain it. Like people who are into food 
aren't as into food as Italian people sometimes. Like they will treat their food like it is an experience of the God. Like they're serving you ambrosia. <laughs> sometimes. And you know what? That makes half of the experience sometimes. When they're like, eat this. I poured my soul into it. It has a piece of my what Italian restaurants you're going to. What Italian restaurants are you going to? <laughs> this, is, this is when I was like in Italy. Like it was fun. Okay. Well, it's, yeah. it's not a lot. Of, it's not a lot of people, but it's some of the people, and I think it's like a majority of like the people that we are exposed to. But it's Italian food is good. Like I don't know which one like it is. Good. I, it's it's good. It's good, but it's not as good. I disagree. But okay. 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 What do you think? Seven. Okay, that's fair. Seven. Okay. Next we have Greece. And I feel like Greece often gets thrown under the bus, but it's pretty good. I, I don't think it, it's good, but I don't think it really differentiates itself a lot, a lot, like, I don't, like in what it provides. Yeah, like, it's it, also very much meat and rice. Yeah. And I feel like it is kind of like that perfect intersection between Europe and the Middle East. Yeah. The way that this it is presents fair. its food. It has both the vibes. This is true. It does. Greek food is good. Greece will um, bring the peace between the Middle East and Europe. Greece peace. Greece is puff. Greece is puff. Eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. Okay, yeah. What do you think? Where should, where, where should we put Greece? I don't think it's better than Italian food. I'm going to say seven. Okay, that's the same thing that we... Okay, yeah, okay, seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's better. I think it's... So like I, I was gonna say eight, but like since we gave it Italy a seven, like it's not like I wouldn't classify it as better necessarily. I feel like the best average Italian food is better than average Greek food, but the best Greek food is better than the best Italian food. But that's still equal equal standing. I know. I'm I'm just saying. I think. Um. Let's go next. Jamaica. I don't know enough about Jamaica, so I, like I had Jamaican the I had the stand on Arab. You can have the stand on, on Jamaica. I'm not Jamaican. I've never been to Jamaica, so I don't think I have the same stand. But still, Jamaica is really good. There's a lot of nice spices, and there's a lot of different influences that you can see from the Caribbean. And I just like it. It has nice spices, and it's a good, yeah. I'm thinking like a rating, maybe a seven point five. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay. If you corroborate. Okay, next I have on the list is not a cuisine, but one of my favorite things in the entire world. Um, okay, so um, mandazis are a, um, they're basically a donut. Not, not okay. Mm, I hate calling it a donut because it's so much better than a donut. Um, but it's fried bat, like dough in, um, from East Africa. I am technically, originally, kind of from East Africa, but I don't know enough about the cuisine there because our family like stuck to the Indian cuisine that we brought over from India to East Africa. Um, so I don't really know enough about it's what they do Africa, na, na, eh, eh, waka, waka, eh, eh. But, <laughs> okay, but um, Mandazis oh, are basically wedding. the one thing that my family loves. Um, my aunt makes it, oh my God, so well, but uh, she has now passed the recipe on to my sister and my sister is learning how to make them and there's a couple tricks to it there's a couple you know a little bit a little bit a little bit up 
but she's learning and oh god i'm i will let my sister live with me rent free utilities free if she makes those once a day every day because that's how much i love them there yeah no it's not it's not because they're not sweet and they're not savory and they're just they're so good and you can have them with anything you can have them for dinner for breakfast with your child with your with your samosa with your with your falafel you can have them like anytime anywhere oh I, really really I, I thought you said child and i'm like eating them with your child is that really um you're you're gonna experience these because i'm gonna the next time we meet i'm gonna bring them i'm gonna bring a lot of them i'm gonna make sure my sister doesn't fry them because when my sister fries them they don't turn out as good but when my mom fries them they're good um, and it's just, oh, it's, they're so good. They're so good. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Mandazis are a 11 out of 10. Okay. 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 I feel like that's a natural end to this episode. Is it? Okay. Okay. Bye. See you next week. Like and subscribe. And we're on Spotify. So moderate that caucus. Bye, moderators. Moderate that cock. Okay, bye. No, we're talking about.